Welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. My name is Connor Haas. I'm here with Mike Shira. We are really excited to be with you today, diving into a pretty exciting and pretty general topic. We uh, we oftentimes are covering a really spe- a specific topic on the podcast, but today we're just going to take a step back. And Mike, I just have two questions for you today that I want to ask, just to kind of give everybody a flavor of how ministry is going right now. Uh, so the first question is actually this. I just want to ask... Uh, how is ministry nowadays? How is ministry nowadays? Crazy time uh, in a lot of lives and in the church, but just want to ask you, how's ministry going? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I would say it's both wonderful and excruciating at the same time. And I think the word is always doing its work. And it, and it seems to me, here's what it seems to me, that God is tenderizing the hearts of the tenderhearted even more and more, which brings up the point that so many people need consoling and wise biblical counsel and comfort. And then the hearts of the resistant or maybe the hard-hearted seem to be growing colder and harder and within the church, within professing Christians. And so I'm seeing that. And I think ministry today is kind of go along with my life verse for ministry, 1 Thessalonians 2.8. Uh, that we were well pleased to give not only the gospel, but also our own selves, our own souls, because the people have become very dear to us, uh, beloved. And so the idea of just being willing to spend and be spent for the souls of others, even while it seems that the love of many is growing cold, but then the tenderhearted are getting more tenderhearted. Hmm. Could you maybe just just briefly elaborate on what you mean by that? How do you see the tenderhearted growing more tenderhearted? And then are there any particular ways that you're watching people become increasingly hard? Mm-hmm. I think I see it as I see the word doing the work. You know, in, in 1 Thessalonians 2.13, where it says, We thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of man, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. And it seems to me that Christian community has been sorely tested and that the ties that bind have been pushed almost to the point of collapse. Yet, you know, our sovereign God continues to save and sanctify as he wills. And just me preaching First Thessalonians right now, I mentioned to our church recently that I chose to preach this based on what I had been observing. And just three sermons in, here, here's Paul showing how those beloved of God become more and more beloved to one another as they anticipate the return of Christ. And I just I just think about, I don't know, these last 18 months and since the beginning of the COVID era, era I, I preached through Ecclesiastes and that kept us on point with, look, we're not in charge, right? Only God knows. And then Jude, which is, you know, like you're kept by Jesus and and keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're kept by Christ and, and keep keep going in the faith. And then it seems like First Thessalonians is, I don't know, the perfect antidote to the divisions that have fractured fellowship and, and crippled a lot of Christians. And I think it answers the critical spirit that, that so many believers have adopted toward each other. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. That, that, that was, kind of, you just alluded to it, but the next question I wanted to ask you is just how you've seen the word at work as we've been uh, just preaching through, or as you've been preaching through First Thessalonians. Are there any specific encouragements that have really just struck you in the last three weeks? Mm -hmm. I think one is just that people are wanting to talk about what they're hearing in the word and people always do. But 
I think I've had a lot of conversations with people just over life in the body of Christ. You know, we've coupled this with a spiritual life um, survey that we put out, and there were some really startling outcomes on it. It's like, wow, now, you know, this will help me in my exhortation and in my application, even in the sermons. Yeah. Because, you know, there are people that are, that are saying, you know, I don't feel connected in the church and I don't have people reaching out to me and I don't want to mentor people. <laughs> I don't want to mentor or be mentored, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting thought. And I think, wow, if, as the beloved become more beloved, you'd want to do all of those things and right. those things would be happening. Right. And so it's pointing some things out. And I think people are, you know, getting, it's stirring people up a bit, probably even more than Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes was a lot of a kind of a challenging comfort. And I think Jude was too. And I think that First Thessalonians, while it is largely an encouragement to a church, I think it's challenging our church hmm. to truly live, you know, the, what the Thessalonians were living. Right, so. right. I've seen um, in the last three weeks, I think I've seen more people, you know, rushing the stage after <laughs> the sermon than, you know, in a while. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's exciting to see people really wanting to engage with the Bible. Yeah. Um, well, listeners, that's actually all we've got for you today. We just want to give you a brief State of the Union about how things are going at Grace and just give you a little insight into that. We love you and we're thankful for you. Uh, and we are uh, just really grateful that you tune in to listen to the podcast. So until next time, have a great week and we will uh, talk to you then. God bless you and have a great day. Bye.